And my fellow Pennsylvanians. This state's electoral votes are key to who wins the presidency, and both of the candidates know it. We win Pennsylvania, we win the whole deal, you know that. Just like last night. But states like Pennsylvania are going to be incredibly important. The only thing left on the board is Pennsylvania. The president cannot get to the finish line without the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. One state all four candidates are visiting today is Pennsylvania. Its 20 electoral votes are highly coveted, and the Keystone State could end up being one of the determining factors in the race. We are less than two weeks out. As you're listening to this, the dust has more or less settled from the Senate debate. I don't think there's really a reason to talk about it, since everyone and their brother on national television seems to now be an expert on Pennsylvania politics, and they spent part of every cable news broadcast Wednesday discussing this. This podcast has grown largely because we go beyond the headlines and beyond sound bites and talk to diverse guests in the trenches of Pennsylvania politics. These mini episodes have attracted hundreds and hundreds of listeners, so let's try out the pen ultimate one. Before we get started, I want you to stay tuned for a lengthy conversation I'm going to be having with Congresswoman Mary Gay Scanlon. She has great perspective on GOTV efforts in Philadelphia and the suburban counties. So I did a quick look up, and we actually have quite a few listeners in and around Boston, as in Massachusetts. We have enough to fit a dining room table in New Hampshire. And by the way, all those listeners, they're welcome to come to my, my, my kitchen table, as well as my dining room table. So why do I mention all this? Well, you're spared up there in New England. The $6 million that Minority Leader Mitch McConnell's Super PAC had planned to spend in the Hassan-Baldock race, this is the Senate race up there with Senator Maggie Hassan uh, running for her re-election, it's now all being dumped into Pennsylvania. Now, $1 million a week, I was always taught that that is a solid ad buy on Pennsylvania tele- television. There is roughly $43 million total dollars of ads reserved across Pennsylvania airwaves in these final two weeks. Wow. All I have to say is that I hope the employees of all these networks, all these stations, are getting a nice end-of-year bonus and not just the top executives. Now, speaking of the Pennsylvania media landscape, I hope everyone listening is following what's happening with the employees at the Pittsburgh Post-Gazette. Our democracy is based on a free press, and a free press is based on trustworthy, hardworking journalists. So I'm thinking a lot about them this week. Speaking of the Pittsburgh area, ever since we mentioned Chrissy Houlihan's great ad two episodes ago, we've heard from other campaigns about their ads. Matt Dean's campaign reached out, Matt Cartwright's campaign flagged their ad, and we flagged these for all of you in last week's episode. So to keep with our, dare I say, tradition, we heard from Chris Delucio's campaign in their pursuit of the open congressional seat being vacated by Connor Lamb. This is an impressive ad. In 30 seconds flat, viewers see a proud Pitt fan. They hear the word Yinzer, and they get a small taste of what Chris endured fighting for our country in Nazaria. Trivia for those who don't know Iraqi geography or don't know their Old Testament, Nazaria was the ancient city of Ur, the home of Abraham uh, before he traveled west to modern-day Israel. Now, sticking with Connor Lamb's uh, uh, part of Pennsylvania, um, he, uh, he's been campaigning for Mandy Steele. That might not be a name uh, for many listeners familiar outside of the Pittsburgh area. She's from Fox Chapel. It's a really nice community just north of Pittsburgh. Uh, the Statehouse District goes up to Natrona Heights. This is a top priority for both parties as Dems are feeling increasingly confident about winning outright the Statehouse majority in Harrisburg. By the way, if you're going to campaign anywhere in Pennsylvania, especially around Pittsburgh, I think Steele is a great last name. 
Okay, I mentioned Iraq. I mentioned Crystalusia's service for our country in uniform. So sticking sort of with foreign policy, I want to briefly mention the former United Nations ambassador that President Trump appointed, Nikki Haley. She is back playing a role in Pennsylvania politics, and she appeared with Dr. Oz at a Harrisburg press conference the day after the debate. Now, the lectern actually said in very large letters, safer streets. This is much larger than the Oz logo, but it was smaller than the Pennsylvania State Troopers Association's logo, who hosted the event. Now, not to be outdone, another wannabe presidential candidate traveled to Pennsylvania this week. That's Senator Rick Scott from Florida. He was joined just for good measure by RNC Chairwoman Rona Romney McDaniel. I think she likes to be called Rona McDaniel, but her name's Rona Romney McDaniel. On what they're calling the Take Back Our Country Tour, this was up in Luzerne County in Kingston, ostensibly uh, for Jim Bogdan's congressional race, but uh, the entire ticket. By the way, the countless voters up there in Northeast PA who rely on Social Security might have some thoughts on Senator Scott and his plans regarding Social Security. But hey, as we hear stories of Pennsylvania companies, for whatever reason, deciding to move to South Carolina and Pennsylvanians declaring residency in Florida and moving down there, it's good that these out-of-state politicians are visiting the Commonwealth, and hopefully they're supporting the local economy when they're politicking. Now, sticking with NEPA, and in John Fetterman's latest ad, he reminds Dr. Oz that that's not NAPA. President Biden took time Wednesday night for a virtual fundraiser for Congressman Matt Cartwright, and tickets started at just $100. Slightly different event that came on our radar since we've gotten great feedback from our Bucks County episode. The groups Right for Bucks and Bucks First, America First Patriots, they're hosting a pre-election dinner in Warwick Township, and Senator Mastriano is going to be attending. Uh, David Brody, I, I don't believe he's a listener, by the way, he's host of the Water Cooler on Real America's Voice. He had an interview with Doug Mastriano. Somehow the Republican nominee for governor of the fifth largest state our Commonwealth, alleged that one of the largest employers in the state, CHOP, the Children's Hospital of Philadelphia, one of the premier institutions in the world, is kidnapping homeless children for experiments. You cannot make this up. But if you can stomach it, check out this one-of-a-kind interview on David Brody's show. So we wind down, I believe that we should anticipate some pretty wild allegations. I don't know if they're going to pass, uh, be more wild than what I just mentioned, but on Saturday, November 5th, it was just announced that the 45th president, you remember him, he's going to be traveling to Latrobe out in Westmoreland County for a rally with Senator Doug Mastriano and, I imagine, Dr. Oz. By the way, Latrobe was the birthplace of Mr. Rogers. I am wondering what he would be thinking uh, about all of this and the state of affairs in his home state. Now for a dose of normalcy, at the end of this historic campaign cycle, check out President Obama's ad for his, quote, friend, end quote, Josh Shapiro. Listeners will remember that Josh Shapiro actually did stick his neck out in the 2008 Obama-Clinton primary and endorse the underdog Obama. I want to make three final points, and then we're going to end on, a unfortunately, a somber note. Uh, the first, the legislature came back to Harrisburg, albeit briefly, and articles of impeachment against the Philly DA, the district attorney, Larry Krasner, were introduced. Also regarding Philadelphia, there's no longer a city controller as of this recording. Rebecca Reinhart resigned, and instead of counting every nickel and dime of Philadelphia's municipal budget, she's going to be fundraising for her bid for mayor. Third and final point, 
I don't know if Lauren Eichelberger is a listener to this show. Uh, I do know that she's the first female district attorney in Perry County. And uh, like all 67 district attorneys, she's the top law enforcement official in the county. Last week, we talked about sign theft in Chester County. Well, it's happening all over Perry County. Democratic signs are being plucked up. So, Ms. Eichelberger, we don't know one another, but please investigate. Please prosecute. There's no place for this in our democracy. Now, on a somber note, former Defense Secretary Ash Carter died suddenly this week. He spent his childhood growing up in Abington, Montgomery County. Clearly was a good student uh, because he went on to Yale and Oxford. He's also a committed Philadelphia Phillies fan. The late Senator John McCain, who was chairman of the Armed Services Committee, he called him, quote, one of America's most respected defense professionals, respected by Republicans and Democrats alike. May his memory be for a blessing. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Pennsylvania Kitchen Table Politics. Take a minute and leave us a rating and review on your podcast platform. Please also consider following us on social media for updates and announcements regarding future episodes and new guests. You're political, so I am sure that you're on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram. We are too at PA Political Podcast. Visit our website, papoliticalpodcast.org, and send us your feedback about this episode and suggestions on future guests. Until next week.